listening to a Count Out Podcast. Clap, sync it, Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, two, one. Ow. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mike Manfredi, and joining me, as always, is Zach Gimo Batista. Zach, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing quite well these days. Uh, I wish that certain wrestling companies weren't going through a fucking shitstorm right now, but... I am hopeful for the future. To be transparent, fans, we had a weird day yesterday where we usually record, so we're recording the day of this episode is getting released, which is also the day of the Dynamite after All Out 2022, yep. uh, which is where everyone knows the shitstorm happened between Punk and the Elite. Um, and here we are. We're just going to... That, that's a thing that is currently happening, that we are all trying to figure out what the, what the consequences are going to be. But we are not going to talk about that. Yeah, because we're... you have all probably heard enough of it already, and have probably heard way too much, so we are going to talk about the independent wrestling scene, uh, and we have a different format this week, don't we? We do. We, we're we going to be taking things in a little bit of a different direction. Instead of three random matches that me and Zach just randomly picked, and we're like, yeah, we'll do that, we'll watch that one, we're going to start every week, we're going to start focusing on one promotion, uh, and, work, and working through some matches there, uh, to give you an idea of how this promotion is and like what the matches are like and see and see if you'd like to check it out. Uh so today we are kicking things off with uh our focusing on promotions. We are the one we are focusing on this week is Pro Wrestling Legacy. Uh we we've had we've reviewed some Pro Wrestling Legacy matches in the past. We've we've seen some superstars do what they can do. Uh Zach, I'm excited to get into this one. I am quite excited as well. Uh, I was quite pleased with pretty much all the matches that we got from Pro Wrestling Legacy, but I expected as much. Yeah, me too. I have been, uh, I, I have also been super impressed, and uh, everything we've seen from them so far has been top notch. Uh, we've seen some fun matches, some fun like cinematic style matches. We've seen some like hour long bangers. We've seen just, we, like everything we've seen from them has been solid. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, Pro Wrestling Legacy, based out of El Paso, Texas, uh, and they they actually, we reached out to them on Twitter, and they gave us matches that they think represent the company well, so we are going to talk about those three matches that they gave us, which are a fatal four-way match from Lucha City, El Cobarde versus Marty Snow versus El Dragon versus Cosmo Orion, this is for the PWL World Championship. We have Stanley and Rogers taking on El Cobarde in a singles match. And last but not least, we have uh, Gmo Combinari taking on Steven 
uh, Stefan Prince for the Lone Star title. Mm-hmm. Uh, three matches suggested to us straight from the source, straight from Pro Wrestling Legacy. Uh, so go check these out when you're done listening to this show, of course. Yeah. Uh, so Zach, why don't we get into these matches? Which one do you want to take a look at first? Uh, let's start out with Rogers and Cobarde. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I think we had a great opening sequence here to start us off in this match. It was so crisp, so nice. So crisp, so clean, so smooth. Everything looked great on this opener. Uh, and of course it ends with them both doing like a front handspring and landing on their feet and just staring at each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they had these, oh, it's just very nice back and forth. Like just very, very really. good, very yeah, very solid, very solid wrestling to start us off. What uh, there, there were some other cool spots in this match, Zach. You want to take us through it since you're so good at it? Of course. Uh, <coughs> so let's see. There was uh, there was the that back and forth sequence was really nice because it went from technical to then hard hitting strikes and then some flippy shit. Yep. Like, there was a corkscrew arm drag, I think, from Kobarde that looked it nice. It just went through the whole spectrum in, like, a quick burst of, like, energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at the end of it, Rogers ended up getting these, uh, control of the match with a suicide dive. Yes. And then he battered Kobarde for a bit, hit a massive dropkick bomb, and then he hit his signature spike DDT, where if you've ever seen, if you've never seen Stallion Rogers, what he does is he basically grabs his opponents by their wrists, stands on their feet, and yanks them up, and as they're falling into him, he lets go of their feet, and he DDTs them back into the ground. It's cool. It's yeah, a nice so. looking move. Uh, he literally just kicked Kaparty while he was down. <laughs> but I liked how during this, like, you, you gotta could, do what you gotta do. Yeah. But I like how slowly but surely you can also see that Roger's frustration in this match was continuously growing. Like, with yeah. every passing minute that Kaparty wasn't staying down or wouldn't lose, he was starting to be more and more annoyed. Yeah, he was just getting more and more pissed off the whole match. Uh, there was a point, actually, where uh, <laughs> after this frustration built, Rogers chopped what I've written down here as the soul out of Kabarde. Yeah. And he sat up and taunted him, so he ate a dropkick to the face and then a German suplex into the mat. So you fuck around and find out, I guess. Uh, you know, he just, at this point in the match, he's went from, like, kind of respectful, like, handshakes to just full-on aggression and disrespect. Fuck this guy. Fuck you. Fucking lose. God damn it. Uh, finally, though, however, Kabardi does actually get a comeback with a super kick to Roger's mouth. And he gets a stupid amount of height off of a beautiful-looking missile drop kick, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then a devastating senton onto Roger's on the outside into several rows of chairs. This happened quite a bit in our matches, as I've noticed. Yeah, it did, didn't it? A suicide diver sent Tom, which knocked the person back into, like, rows of chairs, which always looked nice. Uh, Kabardi now in control rolls Rogers back to the ring. Rogers tries to get up, but he gets bludgeoned with a very impressive-looking swanton from Kabardi off the top rope. Where Kabardi's in control for a little bit more, and Rogers hits him with a literal gunshot of a chop to the chest. Um, mm-hmm. at spoiler alert, in case you haven't been able to pick up, Rogers has very nice chops. Yeah, yeah, they, they absolutely rang out throughout the entire arena. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, the chop off these two have was fucking awesome. Literally jaw on the floor level material for me. Like, each chop didn't miss. It was so nice. Mm-hmm. I think the stop was stop chop off was that Rogers ducked one of the chops and then knocked Kabardi into the corner. He then beat the shit out of him until he fell back to the bottom of the corner. But when he turned around to walk away, Kabardi... Got up, kneed him in the face, 
Uh, actually, no, he got up, literally did the same thing back to Rogers. Forearms in the corners, knocked him back down so he was sitting in the corner. Uh, after that, he then goes to the opposite corner, but of course Rogers comes after him, so he knees him in the face. Uh, he goes to the top rope, but Rogers is able to stop him. The two mm-hmm. exchange a bit more, if I recall correctly, and in the end, Rogers sends them both crashing to the mat with a superplex. They lay on the mat for a while, and eventually they both get to their knees at the same time. They go back and forth with some more forearms. They get to their feet. It just devolves to them slapping each other at some point, if I recall correctly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they just there was one point where they both stood up and just got into like a, a, a smack-off. Mm-hmm. Until Kabardi, uh, Roger takes Kabardi out with a running headbutt. He hits him with this several times, by the way. Like, on the top rope, on just every point he can, he hits him with this running headbutt, which is Roger's finisher. Uh, it is a nasty-looking move, and I, um, it's it's got good impact, and I like it a lot, basically. Mm-hmm. However, so after the two of them get to their feet, they slap each other, and Rogers takes Kabardi out with the, with the headbutt. Rogers goes to pin Kabardi, but Kabardi gets his foot on the bottom rope. In an absolute shock at this, Rogers takes off both his elbow pads, puts Kabardi in the top rope, hits him again in the face of the headbutt, and goes up there with him, and it looks like it's all over for Kabarde, but he then slips through Roger's legs, pulls Roger's head down, super kicks him in the face, and then he wins the match by hitting a spitting fireman's carry driver he calls the Thunderbomb for the win. Yeah. Uh, this match is really fucking good. Yeah, it, it was. a very easy-to-watch match. It was the longest of all the matches they gave us, and I watched specifically because so I was like, all right. Let's get the long match out of the way. It's going to take the longest for me to watch and go up through. And then it actually was the easiest one. Like, I, I, it was like, I blinked. I was like, oh, the match is already, like, done. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's one of those you can't look away from because they just run it through so smooth and so quickly. And everyone just, like, they, both both guys in this match are just very good at what they do. Yeah. Uh, What would you give this match, Mikey? I give it a high, man. I thought it was good. I don't think it got that marked out for me, but I thought it was really, really good. Or, sorry, wait, we're not doing that anymore. Ha-ha! Oh, fuck, we're not. Shit. Uh, right, we're doing these chains from our high, our miss-out mayor markout scale to our doubloon scale of one to five. I'll give this one, like, I think I'll give this one, like, a three and three quarters, maybe four. Because it was pretty good. Uh, it didn't I get, would... like, the five, the five doubloons, but, like, almost four, I think. It was a solid, it was a solid, solid match. I'd probably give four and a half doubloons. Nice! All Literally right. just for the fact that this match was stupidly well executed. Then, then, then I'll go up to the four instead of three and a quarter or whatever. I'll go stupidly well executed. Like I actually was in shock at how pretty much all these spots went about as as planned, if not better, if I were to guess. Yeah, it was, It was uh, like like Zach said, it was mind-bogglingly smooth how, how crazy this, how well this match went. So, well, off of that, Mikey, uh, I'll let you pick. Four-way or the... Uh, the Lone Star Belt match. Let's go with the clusterfuck that is this four-way. Yeah, this had the most notes because, surprise, a fucking oh four-way. Oh my goodness gracious, man, it was long. It wasn't it, long, it was just a lot. It was a lot, and it made it feel like this match lasted longer than I had thought it would when I was writing this out. I was like, damn. Yeah. Uh, the context you need in this match, because the other match didn't really have a this context. This match took me like, like an hour to watch because I had to keep rewinding and taking notes, rewinding and taking yep. notes, rewinding and taking notes. <laughs> the gist of it is, for those of you that have watched the show for a while, uh, you'll know that Snow and Cosmo Orion are longtime rivals. Cosmo beat uh, Snow for the PWL title when it first became a thing. 
And Kabardi and Dragon were a tag team at one point. Uh, so they know each other quite well. But in this match, are like multi-time champions. There's like fucking five belts in the ring. Before yeah. this match starts, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, this should have been a winner-take-all match. Fucking belt collector extraordinaire. And then there's just Cosmo defending the one belt. Yeah, right. Bless his the soul. Only, it's like there's there's five belts in the ring, and only one of them is uh, is being defended. And it's P- the only one is only one, as far as I know, is PWLs too. So it's just like, oh my god. Uh, Who right had all the, the other bat, ones? El Dragon, right? Had a bunch of them. Yeah, El Dragon and fucking K- and Kabarde both had belts. Yeah, multiple belts, if I recall correctly. The whole squad uh, is rolling in gold, except for uh, Marty Snow. He's a bastard. Uh, one day he'll get his due. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I like to right off the bat, we got like a Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn thing. It was Cosmo just took Snow out with a single leg drop kick, ignoring everybody else in the match, and it's just like Cosmo and Snow are gonna. If f- Cosmo and Snow are just gonna fight forever. Uh, I would have loved to see that throughout this whole match, just them like no matter who was attacking them, they just ignore everybody else and go after each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, this match actually ended up becoming for a while Marty Snow and. Oh, oh my god, yeah. And Cosmo Ryan going up against Dragon and Kabardi because they really, like, took advantage in the beginning of this match with the double teams. Yeah. Chops, uh, a 3D into a Hurricane Rana. Because Kobardi and Dragon are a tag team, right? Yes, they are. Which is why when Cosmo gets back into this ring after the two of them beat him down with the chops, he actually was able to counter that 3D, like I said, with the Hurricane Rana. Yeah. So Kabardi went to the ropes and to the outside, and it was Cosmo and Dragon for a while. They kind of just tried to outdo each other, and in the end, Dragon, Dragon, Hurricane Ronald, Cosmo out of the ring. Yep. And it was clear at this point. So in comes Marty Snow, who beats the shit out of Dragon because he hasn't gotten. Yeah, no, to do it the, it's it's a fatal four way. You, you you fight you fight your opponent, you throw them out of the ring, and then another person yeah. runs in and fight and starts fighting you. Mm-hmm. So he lays Dragon flat on the top rope, and he basically nails him with a with back to back running knees to his gut. Uh, but this revolving door really doesn't stop because from behind Snow, Kabardi gets to the top rope and he turns around and Kabardi takes him out with a spectacular looking uh, diving crossbody. Mm-hmm. And try as Snow might, he really could not get his hands on Kabardi here. Everything, Kabardi took every opportunity to bob, weave, and hit Snow without him getting a finger on him, basically. Yeah. Until he finally knocked Snow out of the ring with a backwards rolling enzigiri. Which looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Kabardi goes for a suicide dive on Snow, but mid-run, Cosmo just straight-up steals his suicide dive from him, which I thought was amazing and hilarious mm-hmm. at the same time. Like, you ever just get your suicide dive stolen? So Dragon's like, well, fuck it. It's like, fuck just happened? I don't know. He So he then, if I recall correctly after this, Dragon jumps to the ring. The two fight. Dragon tries to slip under the bottom rope, and Kabardi takes him out with a suicide dive instead. Uh, so yeah. everyone's out on the outside, and the first two back in the ring are Cosmo and Kabarde. They exchange some running clotheslines in the corner. Can I can I just say, your note-taking is impeccable, my, my friend. It is ridiculous. <laughs> I, uh, I could not keep up with this one for the for the life of me. I tried. I tried real hard. This Matches like these are the hardest. Like That's why tag matches and clusterfucks are hard for me, because there's so much going on. Yeah. Like, it's... The match is a literal revolving door. Like... Kabardi and Cosmo are now in the ring, right? And the two fight for control, and in comes Dragon, who tries to slam Cosmo and Kabardi to the ground. But then Snow gets back into the ring, as the two of them are basically on the top rope in the middle of this Tower of Doom spot. And instead, Marty's like, eh, fuck that, we're not doing that. Dismantles the Tower of Doom. Yep. Bastard. 
I like I like how okay, spoiler alert, they do end up getting the Tower of Doom. But I like how they teased it a lot. Mm-hmm. And Marty was just um, like, no. Mm-mm. Also, sidebar, Max Caster just tweeted a picture of a microphone, so and he said, guess guess what I have tonight. I was laughing when I saw Oh, oh my god, he's gonna go off! Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. Dude, I literally tweeted before on the Indie Water Store, I go, I hope the acclaimed are on Dynamite tonight, because Max, cause Max's rap is gonna be insane. He's got <laughs> so much material. Oh, good lord. Oh my god. He's gonna get suspended now. <laughs> <laughs> Fine for his flames or his uh, rhymes being too hot. Yeah, he's gonna say something bananas. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Anyway, yeah. continue. I'm sorry. So tonight's gonna be nuts. It is. Uh, so Marty, as we said, has dismantled the Tower of Doom now, and he then the best part I love of this is he didn't do this just to win this match. He did this to specifically go after Cosmo by Samoa dropping him off of the fucking top rope. Like he just picks him off. He's like, come here. Die. Yep, get over here. I thought he was going to go for the snow's end, actually, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. He then clears the ring, drag it to Kabarde, keep trying to get back into this match, and Marty does the smart thing of just knocking them off the apron every time they try to get back up. <laughs> no! <laughs> Stay out. Get, get. Uh, he then He's goes... Like swatting away like flies, like, get yeah. out of here. He gets to the top rope, but before he can do anything, he gets halted by Kabarde, who beats him with a strike. And inevitably, Marty shows Kabarde, or he shoves Kabarde off the top rope, but then has to deal with Cosmo, who now at this point has gotten up. He strikes him, heads to the top rope, but Marty is a stubborn bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he knocks both both Cosmo and Kabarde off this top rope. He's the king of the mountain here at this point. So they both instead together run up, hit Snow, superplex him off the top rope. Dragon gets underneath to powerbomb them. And we get our nice Tower of Doom spot here. Yeah, it finally happened. Uh, Dragon then hits Snow with a massive splash off the top rope to put him away, but the pin is broken up by Cosmo and Kobarde, which leaves both Kobarde and Orion being the ones left standing. Back and forth we go, battering each other with forearms, but Cosmo then hits a codebreaker into his mule kick combo. He then confidently goes for Voyager 1, his springboard cutter, and when that's blocked, he hits him. Uh, he instead hits Kobarde uh, with a fireman's carry flapjack, but it doesn't get him the win. Contrary to this, Kobarde actually quickly bounces back from this. I was surprised how quickly he got up. Uh, they get a, after this back and forth. He hits then uh, Marty with a his blue thunder. His I almost said blue thunder bomb. Holy shit! His thunder bomb finisher that he had won in the match we just talked about. But the pink is broken up by Marty, who then quickly gets into a fight with Kobarde right afterwards. Got a couple of quick kicks from Kabarde, uh, encounters from Kabarde. Snow flips him inside out with a ripcord lariat, though. His dreams of winning are kicked away, though, when Dragon then super kicks him in the face mid-pin. And he, in short fashion, then takes it to Snow with a mean chop to the chest and an awesome slip under a big boot. Like, he literally Matrix slides under Snow's big boot, and he grabs his leg and yanks him backwards, which trips him up. I thought that spot looked fucking sick. That's like some coordinated, like, movie shit you see. In, like, the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He then double stops Snow in the back, throws him into the ropes, insecurities him in the face as he's laying, like, chest first on the middle rope. It's not going well for Snow. He went from dominant to just getting his shit rocked for a while. Dragon goes for a springboard something, and unfortunately, though, he slips off the top rope here. This, I felt his pain. Oh, yeah. And then he instead kicks Marty in the face and hits him with an elbow drop. Slips off the top rope like Finn Balor against Roman Reigns. Oh, my God. That's that bullshit ass finish. At this point, Kabardi. We'll and... get any more of those, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully not. 
At this point, Kabardi and Orion are back in the mix, and Kabardi removes Orion from the ring quickly, though, with a drop kick for going after Dragon, and sets off a very fast chain of events. Uh, I could go through the whole thing, but it is literally like a full-on lucha-ass sequence with Dragon wiggling off Kabardi, Kabar- Dragon then insecuring Snow, Orion super kicking. It's a full fucking hodgepodge, but in the end, everyone gets their licks in until they take uh, Kabardi and Dragon take Orion out with a 3D, go. Um, they go blow for blow, dodge Orion and Snow, who then run face first with each other, and they take out both of them with super kicks before Gabardi and Dragon super kick each other, and everyone collapses in the ring. That sequence had yep. like 50,000 moves, but I I feel like I'd just be talking forever. Yeah, they, they all just kicked each other and hit each other and just went all around back and forth. It just all ended, It was just all chaos that ended up in all of them being yeah. on the ground. And in the extremely rarest case scenario, as if hell had frozen over, Orion and Snow start to work together after this. Oh, yeah, when Orion and Snow started working together, I was like, shit, now things have really hit yeah, the fan, huh? Literally, like, you, you know it's bad when they're like, alright, these two need to, like, get dealt with, like, now. It's like the can they coexist? Mm-hmm. Honest to God, I'd be down to see a, a Ryan and Snow as a tag team. They could be face heel dynamic. Yeah, because when do each other, I'd be down. When they were when they were working together in this match, they actually did like some solid double team maneuvers, which I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. We had some double strikes from each other. There was some, there was some awesome. The, my favorite part of this was when <laughs> fucking Snow has uh he has Dragon in the corner and he hits like a running I think it was like drop kick to his face and. He pulls out Dragon's leg, and he tells Orion to go for it. So he splashes onto his leg, and it fucks up. I believe it's... Actually, I think it's Kabarde. No, it's... Yeah, it's, he fucks Dragon's leg up. And I was mm. like, oh, shit. <laughs> so they then... So I, now I remember. Marty drop kicks... Uh, Orion drop kicks one of his legs that uh, Snow tells him to, and then Snow knees him in the face. So Kabarde tries to stop this, but he gets taken out fast. Orion goes for Voyager 1 on his own, but all the damage he had taken beforehand, he just crumbles mid-run. So Snow picks him up and says, all right, I'll hold him. You do the cutter. So so Orion gets up. He's like, all right, I got you. And as his back is turned, he doesn't see the dragon has gotten up and pulled Kabarde off of Snow's shoulders. Mm -hmm. So when Orion pops off the ropes, he instead cutters Snow. He then throws, Dragon throws Kabardi out of the ring. Orion gets up to stop him, gets super kicked in the face. Dragon's leg that Snow had told Orion to kick out falls out underneath him. Ref goes to look on him. And Orion at this point has collapsed onto Snow. And he From pins, the super kick that yeah, was just From delivered. the super kick. And he pins Snow as Dragon is holding this leg. And he's like, what? No. Wait, what the fuck? No. That was... One of that was one of the more creative endings I've seen in a Fatal Four Way match. Fucking Orion survived this match. Orion didn't win this match; he survived this match. Yeah. And the irony that the only reason he that Snow lost and he won was because of their double teaming. It's the only fucking reason. Mm-hmm. But, you know, these two as a team, I'd be down to watch it. So they try to work together. Shit, bad shit happens to both of them, but uh, Orion kind of got lucky. I feel like you could call them, like, some, like, play on words for, like, the Milky Way, because, you know, it's kind of, like, starry like the snow or something like that. Who knows? It's kind of... Wait, hold on. Did you... It's starry like the snow? Yeah, Explain like, what, that. Like, like, if you look think of the Milky Way, it's like a bunch of, like, bright white stars, like, surrounding, like, a galaxy type thing. Okay. 
Okay. But I like I can't think of a cool looking name off the top of my head. No, that sounds bad. I I had it in my head and I was like, that's cool. And then I was gonna say it out loud. Uh, Cosno. Cosno. Frost Nova. Frost Nova's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like Frost Nova. I appreciate that. I. Is free of hey, charge. Hey, hey, Marty, Marty Cosmo, if you're listening, which actually I think you have before in the past, so if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> I can already hear you, the character that's, Cosmo. No that one, fucking way. That, one, that one's free. <laughs> I just hear fucking... If, you ever, if, you ever, if y'all ever team up, uh, Frost Nova, that's free. I can just imagine Snow being Courtesy like, no fucking... You just start laughing and be like, no. Just walk <laughs> away. Just No. Or Cosno. Cosno is also on the table if you want it. <laughs> we have this too. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, um, all right. So why don't we get? Oh, sorry. What, what are we going to rate this match? We're going to talk about that. Um, I think I'll give it three and a half doubloons. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it four point four and like a quarter here because I I really like the finish of this one. It was. I think this was another match where it was like a lot of the spots were done really smoothly. Mm. Uh, there was I like the I like the way they were teasing the Tower of Doom spot the whole time, mm-hmm. um, and I just really enjoyed it in general, just because it was mass chaos. Yeah, it, um, it was chaos for quite a, for. And I think it was a very good Fatal Four Way. I enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, I like Mikey said. I like that they incorporate each wrestler's past with each other. Drago and Akabari mm-hmm. know each other well enough to both take out Snow and Orion, but also be able to know each other to have a good matchup with each other. Mm-hmm. I thought the pacing was good. It's fast-paced, as expected. Um, some spots were a bit sloppy. There were, like, two I could think of. Others executed well, so it equals out in my mind, which is why I get it a little bit above it. Because, like, I, I was like, this is a good fit up for me. Uh, yeah. It had some nice touches to it, though, I will say that. Let's get on to our final match, a match that does not involve Kabarde at all, surprisingly enough. Uh, Kaminari versus Stefan Prince for the Lone Star title. Uh, there is a decent amount of context for this match. Uh, these two used to be tag team partners. They were called Swagger, if I recall correctly, because Stefan put the swag in Swagger. I don't know why Kaminari got the Gur part of it, but is what it is. Uh, at Table Fiesta, Stefan Prince betrayed him, though. And went on his own, and he disappeared for a while, and he came back as Stefan Prince. He had a name before this that I can't remember off the top of my head, unfortunately. But, he's now going for the Lone Star title, which Kaminari had won, I assume, during his time as a single star. Probably as a result of him beating, like, Marty Snow for some of those matches that we saw earlier. Yep. So... Stefan Prince. Point is, going into this, Gibo Caminari is a little star champion. Yeah, and both these men do not like each other in the slightest, and it is nope. very evident at the start of this match. Yeah, Instant they, brawl. Yeah, it, it, right off, right off, the bell rings. They're just, they're just murdering each other. But just, they, they blue fest press. They're rolling around. They're punching each other. Mm-hmm. There's no wrestling moves here. Starts off. This is a fight, baby. Yep. And the moment we get to the outside, Stefan is like, "All right, we're fighting." Sure, hold these ring posts to you. As he just throws them into ring posts over and over again. He beats the fuck out of Kaminari in the ring. But then Jimo finally gets back to his feet. He slides under a running knee from Stefan. Hits him with a spring, uh, a springboard crossbody. He aggressively then stomps Stefan in the corner as payback from the beating I just mentioned. Before getting the win taken out of him with a diving crossbody. 
Him and Jima then go back and forth. Jima hits him with a nasty looking rope assisted kill switch. Which I was not fucking anticipating at all. Neither were commentary. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it's a sick looking kill switch. Like if Chris, it if, is. Like honestly, God, I feel like Christian could use that, and it would be it would look sick. Uh, too bad Christian's also hurt. Oh, for fuck's sake! Just like sake. the entirety yeah, of the AEW roster. Oh my god. Anywho, sorry, we're really excited for Dynamite today. Yeah. These two though aren't hurt. They go back and forth with running strikes in the corner. Even though Gimo does stun Stefan with a back elbow to the face, Stefan stops him with a. Um, he's basically stops Gimo with a in mid air as he's trying to crossbody with a drop kick to the chest. That looked good. Yeah, Stefan uh, with Gimo's uh, basically Gimo at this point uh, is not in a good place. Stefan Irish whips him. Gimo goes for a springboard back elbow and he counters out with a backstabber and Gimo's back is just pain for the rest of this match. Stefan then proceeds to just attack his back as well as kick him repeatedly as he falls backwards out of the ring. Gets him back in the ring. Stefan just keeps beating up Kaminari and despite this, Kaminari starts to fight back with a series of quite exciting arm drags. Yeah. Like he was flying through the air arm dragging him. Uh, but this is quickly ended when Stefan destroys him with a double underhook swinging neckbreaker. And he doesn't get him the win, though, so he's now visibly frustrated. And he sets Kaminari up for a curb stomp. Mm-hmm. He goes for it, though. Gimo dodges it and dives into the in- and drives him into the mat with a fisherman buster driver. Uh, Stefan now seems to be down for the count, so Gimo goes for his corkscrew splash finisher, the Ben Bomb. Yeah. And while he does hit the move, Upon his right leg hitting the mat, uh, it immediately becomes too painful for him to pin Stefan, who had, by all yeah. by all matter in this match is dead to rights lost at this point. Yeah, the Ben Bomb is usually the uh, the the finish, yeah. the, the the end of the match. And unfortunately for Gmo, he is so determined to win this match after this that he fights through the pain. And he yanks up Stefan's leg as high as he can, and he puts it on the fucking rope. So the ref counts to three, but then realizes his foot's on the rope and is like, nope, match still goes. Uh, that was an unfortunate mishap. My heart goes out to Gmo because, goddamn, that was a heartbreaker. So Stefan, <laughs> now up, uh, knocks Gmo down with a springboard back elbow. He goes to the top rope and hits a... he. To hit his frog splash finisher, but Gimo sees this and stops him with a strike to the face. They're both down the top rope, and Gimo then hits them both with Mikey's favorite move, one of his favorites at least, a Spanish fly off the top. Avalanche Spanish fly! Such a cool looking move. It was so dope! But Gimo comes out worse for wear because we mentioned his right leg is quite hurt at the moment, and it slams right on the mat upon crashing. Yep. Which is also tough. Mm-hmm. So they get up together, go right back to beat each other up, go blow for blow until Stefan hits Gimo with two kicks. Uh, or Stefan hits Gimo with two kicks. Gimo hits Stefan with a Pele kick. Very nicely Pele kick, if I might add. They're both lying on the mat. They both get to their knees. We get another hockey fight. They continue this until they get to their feet. They take each other out uh, down again with a clothesline. They're both laying on their backs. It's like a full-on bear, like just drag-out, bare-knuckle fight. Uh, yeah, it is. And to the point now where they're both of them are now laying on the ground. They both nearly pin each other at the same time because they've just got their arms draped over each other. After they clotheslined each other, yeah. That was a nice spot. Uh, eventually, though, they both do get back to their feet after both kicking out at two from this simultaneous accidental pin. And Stefan makes his uh, makes the first move by Irish whipping Gmo. 
What happens in a title match if they both pin each other? I don't know. Uh, I, if I were booking this, best two out of three falls. <laughs> Fair enough. Or does it just go to? Or does it just go to everyone's favorite uh, 2022 superstar interim? <laughs> God. Or vacant. Vacant. The fucking one of the longest reigning title holders in the history of professional wrestling. Give it up for vacant, everybody. Give it up for vacant. So, as I said, Gimo has now been Irish whipped by Stefan, but he counters that with a tilt to roll that he transitions into a nasty looking arm bar that he. He yanks on Stefan's arm like his life fucking depends on it. Mm-hmm. Like he's cranking this shit, and Stefan barely gets a rope break. Jimo uh, literally refuses to let go of this hold for like a couple yeah. seconds. Like that's how much he wants to win. The face is even like, I want to hurt this man as much as possible, and I want to win. Mm-hmm. I have till five. He refuses to lose to this backstabbing bastard of a former friend. Uh,. As a result, this Stefan tries to go to the outside to get some space, but nowhere is safe from Gimo, and he gets taken out cannonball style with a suicide dive, which knocks him into several chairs. Class, listen, it happened a lot tonight. Yep, he rolls Stefan into the ring, and he go uh, and Gimo goes for a springboard attack, but Stefan ducks under him, and in midair, a la Kurt Angle grabs his injured light right leg out of the sky, and this was so brutal. Locks him in an ankle lock, falls to the ground, full grapevine, full fuck you, eat that ankle lock. And God, Gimo just is in pure pain. Life is pain for him at this point. He's just dragging himself to the bottom rope. Gets his hands on barely. Stefan is like, fuck. Goes to Irish whip him. Gimo counters with one of his own, but he and he goes to run after Stefan, but he collapses. So after Gimo collapses from this Irish whip, and it is a fucking travesty. Stefan's literally like, oh shit. <laughs> Sucks to be you. So the ref goes to pick Gimo up. But what he should have been doing was look at Stefan, who is basically waiting for Gimo to stand up. He goes to super kick him, and he hits the ref instead. Uh, poor ref. Yeah. Homeboy dies. That, oh my god, that ref absolutely... Oh, d- d- the cell from the ref was impeccable. Just dead like, took it and just... Bonk. So, dead. Stefan sees this. Gimo is still in pain from his leg, and he's like, I can win but not in the way that you want me to. Gets the Lone Star tail, and might I add, very stiffly hits Gimo across the face. Like, I heard the belt hit him. I was like, oh, you actually hit him with this fucking belt, didn't you? Yeah. Right across the face. Hits him with the frog splash. So you heard the big old bonk. Yep. Bonk After the bonk, that splash, those two things combined, it's not enough. Gimo submits to the pin. Stefan is the new Lone Star champion. Yeah. And God, with how slow this ref fucking counted, I actually thought Gimo was going to kick out at somehow at like two. Nope. No happy ending here. Uh, I really like this match. It felt like a high stakes main event between two people who absolutely despise each other. And the crowd commentary and these two just literally whipping out new shit on each other really enhanced the feeling of this match. I also thought the pacing was good yeah. too. It was a bit longer, but it felt also easy for me to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, for me, I'm going to give it four and a half doubloons. Uh, I agree. I like four and a half doubloons. I think that's a solid well, a solid, a solid, point for that. Well, it wasn't as technically 
well executed as the first match, it made up for it in spades with the story that this match told. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it was it was a great story between these two being former tag team partners into bitter rivals now fighting over this Lone Star title, right? Mm-hmm. And you could tell how much they app you could you could tell they absolutely had a ton of animosity for each other and uh uh, it it definitely showed in this match because both of these guys are willing to do anything to each other to beat the other guy, right? I don't think it was even about the title at at, at some point. I think it stopped being about the title and more about who's who's the better guy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> With that, I we are done. I agree. That is all of our matches this week from Pro Wrestling Legacy over in El Paso, Texas. Uh, you could go check them out. Uh, over at all the links we have in the description down below for Pro Wrestling Legacy. Uh, we'll send you away uh, to all their social medias, all their YouTubes, whatever they got. Uh, all the links in the description down below. I don't know why I'm pointing at the camera saying down below like you guys can see me on this audio medium. We're talents to uh, talk with our hands. Exactly. Um, but that is about it for this week's episode. So that just leaves me with the plugs. Uh, or preview for next week's episode, I guess, which we're going to be looking at another wrestling company, which we won't tell you about. So come back next week for a surprise, suckers. Uh, (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Dying. (laughs) I worked myself into a shoot, brother. Um, anyway, plugs. Um, we, we got a, uh, we have a Discord, which you should go join. Link in the description as well. Uh, the Countout Discord, it is where all of the people who are fans of the Countout Network uh, like to hang out, chat about whatever's going on in the wrestling world, which is a lot right now. Um, so if you want to jump into the discussion, go head out, go head over to the Countout Twitter and talk to people and see what, see what's going on. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Andy Waters or follow the Countout Network on Twitter at Countout Pod, where we share our thoughts on the world of wrestling and the world in general. And you can see where uh, you can see the links all of our episodes over on our Twitter as well, and links to any matches we check out here on this show. Uh, you can also find over on our Twitter, and uh, you could go subscribe to the Countout Patreon if you want more Indie Waters and more uh, content from the Countout Network. Go subscribe to the Patreon. We have three different tiers: a three dollar tier, a five dollar tier, and a ten dollar tier, all with super cool perks. Uh, so go check that out. Link is also in the description. Uh, go check out the YouTube channel, the Facebook page, uh, all of our other social medias. We have an Instagram now, uh, all count out pod, count out podcast, some version of it. Uh, you can find it. And again, once again, I'm going to say it one more time. Links in the description. Uh, I, I think that about does it for the plugs. Oh, I guess go check out our merch store on Public. We have a bunch of cool merch over there. Uh, we have an Andy Waters t-shirt. There's a, uh, how to talk to your friend. About. There's t-shirts for every podcast we have here on the Countdown Network. Uh, so go check out our Public store now. We have that, which is very, very cool. Uh, and I believe that about does it for the plug. Zach, you got anything? No. Didn't think so. So that just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember... There's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring.
has been a Countout Podcast.